Yeah, man. So, so it was like I was saying, like losing my virginity was exactly like learning how to ride my bike the first first time. Did you finally lose your virginity this week? Well, let me let me let me let me go back to the that story. Losing my virginity was exactly like um, riding riding a, learning how to ride a bike yes. for the first time because both times my dad's hands are on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad to hear that. And it was just this week, right? Yes, it was just this week. I finally learned how to ride a bike. Okay, good. (laughs) Hey, and make love to a man. Good for you. (laughs) Daddy issues. Welcome to the Skinny with my kid, Adam, episode 0209. Did you come up with that or did you hear it somewhere? I've been waiting to, to say that on the show. Okay. Are you, are you at least compiling this, yeah. this, uh, these antidotes that you have sure. into your stand-up career? Yeah, I, want, I want to try it one day. It'd be fun. Just saying. We yeah. can go down to freaking uh, open mic open night. Mic night. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this coming Sunday. Oh. Since I, I don't go to work on this coming Monday. Why? Oh yeah, because you have day off. It's Columbus Day, Mike. Everybody gets Columbus the Day. The only off. significant thing about that day, exactly, October tenth, two thousand sixteen, yeah. uh, a day that is 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 celebrated for started for, off nice and clean, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so, um, only county employees and um, my child's daycare are off that day. Oh, so that means I have to stay home and celebrate Columbus Day with my child. You get to celebrate the American hero. Christopher Columbus. Yes. And somebody else important was born that day, but I can't remember who. Also Christopher Columbus. Mm, perhaps. Probably not. Anyway. It's going to be game three of the Division Series, Mike. Also your birthday. Oh, yeah. yeah, so game three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> game three. And uh, we'll see uh, after that day, the Cubs might be done. Oh. It might be the end of the line already. They, they, they've clinched. Uh, I know. But there'll be game three. So, you know, you have to prepare oh, sure. for a sweep. Oh, okay. In the I guess that's round. right. Yeah. So they're going to end up playing either the Mets or the Giants, it looks like. And uh, Mike and I will watch Game 2, probably. This coming Saturday? Saturday. Yeah. And there's something else going on this week on Thursday. Oh. But I can't remember what it is. I don't know either. Do you want to go to a random show on Thursday, by the way? Might as well. You want to drive out to Santa Ana? Yeah. Just see what's going on. Who's who's playing today? I hear they got a good Carl's Jr. down there. (laughs) Oh. Oh, it looks like Thrice is playing this Thursday. Want to uh, go see Thrice? I like Thrice. Thrice is all right. Thrice is all right. What about that hot new band, Nothing Nowhere? Nothing, Are they playing no, that night, too? Nothing, period, nowhere. Period. One word. <laughs> I think there's a comma. There's a com- oh, yes. Nothing, <laughs> comma, <laughs> nowhere, period. One word. <laughs> <laughs> they have rappers. Anyway, <laughs> so we'll hit up that Carl's Jr. down in Santa Ana. Nothing bad ever happens after you visit a Carl's Jr. Nope. Maybe maybe we'll run into a Kenzru. Mm, one of the Kenzrus. One of the tepe, famous Kenzrus. Or a Tepe. Tepe. Teragachi or whatever his name is. I, te, te, tepe. Tepe isn't Jones. It, isn't it like know. Tamaguchi? I don't. Yeah, Tamaguchi. Kawasaki. <laughs> Tamaguchi, the, the, the famous little bring your own pet thing. That right. Keychains <laughs> on the 90s. You know, everyone knows the 90s. Exactly. <laughs> so we'll, we'll rock it down there and maybe survive. Because that's a smaller venue than we saw them at House of Blues four years ago. House of Blues, um, even though it's a big venue, it's a small area. It's small really viewing area. 
I, I don't remember the House of Blues being that big when we went to the Thrice show. But yeah, when we the went Disneyland there, one, right? Yeah, yeah, but when we went there to see Bless the Fall, I was like, this it place seems seemed, a lot better. Yeah, bigger. it seemed huge. Yeah. So we're going to see them in Santa Ana at the observatory where we last saw both Census Fail. And then yes. prior to that, we saw Brian Fallon. Mm. And prior to that, we saw The Wonder Years. So we've, mm. we've been to this venue a lot. <laughs> yeah, we love that venue. That's a great venue. It's easy to get to. And just getting out of is the hard part because they close down the parking lot after the show starts. Yes. And somehow we have to like ninja our way out of the parking lot every uh, we, time. But we always get there like, you know, seven hours early. And we always get True. like, and we always park like right there where the tour buses are. Hopefully there's no Fat Mike also playing that night. Fat Mike. <laughs> <laughs> From no effects. <laughs> well, oh, there was that, that rapper. Oh, yeah, the, the rapper. The, the giant line that was there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, this is for the fat Mike line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we, and we Googled this picture. And it's like, oh, wow, he deserves all this. He's, he's fat. He's We're going to go to that tiny line over there for <laughs> census fail now. <laughs> yeah, we love that. Yeah, we love that venue. It's a, it's a great venue. We're oh, going to see Thrice this week. There's, there's a Kaiser there that you, you like to go poop in. And leave my phone. <laughs> I've pooped there three times, <laughs> left my phone once. Thank you, Kaiser Permanente. Luckily, nobody goes in to steal it. That, that's lucky for me, yeah. I know. Because yeah, I made it all the way back to the venue, realized I left my phone, then sprinted all the way back, and I had to wait for an old man to take a shit. <laughs> and then... <laughs> he was probably looking at porn on he your phone. He was probably looking at... He was like, like okay, oh, this is a nice dick brick. I'm done with this. I'm done with this thing. I'm going to put this down now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why it was taking so long. I have, I have nothing but dick pics in my photo albums. Uh, and I had the privilege of sitting there and listening to a bunch of seniors in high school talk about high school drama. Oh, oh, those those pretty girls, right? Mm-hmm. Those are in front of us. Yeah, who were just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm almost eighteen finally." I know, I'm so old. Remember when I was in tenth grade? I know, back when life was much more simpler. I was on yearbook committee. I know. I was I was only taking pre-algebra. <laughs> now I'm taking algebra two. <laughs> Algebra two is hard. Don't forget about so the many other exponents. Don't forget about the other girl who was going to be going to to Cal Berkeley. Yes. later on, and the guy that I, was so excited for her. That's so exciting. <laughs> you are going to be so happy there. <laughs> there is nothing better than going to Cal Berkeley. That guy slept alone that night, <laughs> and his name was Mike McCall. <laughs> Me too. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait. What show was that? Did I sleep alone? That was that night? the Wonder Years. Well, I did sleep alone that night. But but not, not most of the nights around it. Not most of the rounds around it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we save that for a few months later. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 ten months sober. Um, Congratulations! As far as like making it with a woman goes, you're almost reaching um, married man status. Mm. Like well, re- late, remarried man. Late Mike's marriage. Yeah. <laughs> when we would like have sex like every three months or so. <laughs> Where she'd be like, "Oh yeah, I should probably have sex with my husband," and then she, and then Fine. we have sex for a week, and she's like, "No, I don't want to have sex anymore." Yeah, I'm, I've got my fill. <laughs> I don't like things like that. And then I was in anymore. another in a serious relationship where I had nothing but sex, right? Because it was, it was all the only sex. seven months, and you think that after ten years you'd still be having all the sex every all single day. All the sex. Like, oh man, I could, we should just stay up until three a.m. having sex again because <laughs> we have jobs to go to in the morning. Hey, man. I do it, it could again. happen. I do it again. <laughs> you do it again all the time. We should get started with the show. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> so thrilling uh, glimpse into our lives. Yeah, just uh, just a slight. But uh, I, I just wanted a uh, uh, a, a little side note. This Thursday we're going to go see Thrice at the Observatory. We started this show, uh, in our very first That's episode, right. talking about Four. the Thrice farewell tour. Four that and we a attended, half years ago that we attended. Yeah, and then. In, the week after, was we the week nearly after? died at that show. 
Well, somebody almost for sure died because they jumped off the second floor of the House of Blues. I remember being really freaked out during that mosh pit, but I was also realizing that I hadn't gone to a show in about four years prior to that. Oh, yeah. Like between 2008 and 2012, I didn't go to any shows because I was like, shows are stupid. Wasn't the last time that you went to a show also a thrice show with the Gaslight Anthem and Rise Against? Yes. An Alkaline Trio. Alkaline Trio. And then I took a break and I said, if I'm going to go to a live show, it's going to be when I'm playing it. And, and I did, did a lot that. of those. Yeah, we that, did plenty of those. That worked out well. And then and our, we went to that show, and I was like, oh, my God, people are touching me, and I'm falling over, and I don't like this, and oh, my God, what's <laughs> happening? And then I was like... That was a pretty intense thrice show. It was. Yeah. But then I got used to being in mosh pits. Yeah. After that. Right. To the point that I was definitely moshing a boot mm. in the Amity Affliction show last Absolutely. year on my birthday. And, and then we're going to do that again post your birthday this year. Yes. Our annual Amity Affliction event. I was listening to an to an interview with Joel... He's seven months sober. Oh, that was interesting. I wasn't so he continued drinking even after he almost died. Well, yeah, he and was, wrote an album about how he almost died. Remember when we got our hugs from him and he was drinking a giant can of Miller Lite? Oh, I didn't notice. I, I had not noticed that. So he said on this AP interview, he's been seven months sober. So that's cool. And he's good got for you, man. A fifteen-year-old and a twelve-year-old. Whoa! Really? <laughs> I, I learned so much from this like three-minute interview with him. <laughs> he just threw his entire life at exactly. you, exactly. <laughs> and he was just like his his older kids were getting sick of like having to walk around him in the hallway when he was passed out drunk on the floor. Oh, so he's just, just like, yeah. So I, I feel a lot better now. But yeah, it, was, it wasn't a very good time. He was like. Ex- no expressions oh yeah well you know that alcoholism is washed away I know. every bit of personality that he probably had he had a couple of ounces of personality but anyway i just thought that was weird that he had a kid that old isn't he like 28 <laughs> or 30 i don't yeah i don't know how old he is we should probably look that up i thought he was like your age so i have no idea he looks much older than me though that's a lot of drinking yeah yeah and a lot of living in Australia. And we can, oh, yeah. The, Australia would probably fuck you up. It's a lot of sun, mm-hmm. especially in the outback. A lot of people don't realize that if you overdose on vitamin D, you just like age a good 12 years. And they, they raise children in Australia to fight kangaroos in the ring, right? Yes. So maybe he got punched too many times that's, by a kangaroo. That's actually an elective in, uh, <laughs> in high school. Okay. I was going to go with community college, but, <laughs> but high school sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> got to start them off early. Uh, this week... We decided that, uh, I think last week we talked about all the shows we were going to. One thing we didn't talk about this week is November 5th. 5th. Yeah, I got it right. Good. We're going to go see Sum 41. So I thought, what better use of our time, what better use of this technology we have come across right. several, weeks, several weeks ago than to go back in time, let us know, or, or talk to our 2011 <laughs> oh gosh! What was going on with us in 2011? I don't know. Oh, we were, we were still in a band. band. We the were modern in hymn. the modern hymn with Adrian, the best bassist in the entire world. So, do you happen to know what time of year this particular album came out? Adam, there's absolutely no way to find that out. <laughs> I don't know why you would ask me that question. Because our band because played. I'm stalling right now. <laughs> our band played its last show in November of 2011, which was the last time that I ever played drums in my entire life. Oh my god! That's almost five years ago now. But this album probably came out. Continue talking. Continue talking. Because I am the the album stalling. The album that is in question would be the one and only Sum Forty One screaming bloody murder. Oh, Adam, I know exactly what you're talking about. You mean the album that came out on March 25th, 2011? March 25th, 2011. Of course, this was merely two months after 
our band, the first among the fallen, broke up. Did we start the modern hymn at that point? Shortly thereafter, I believe it was March or Aprilish. Okay, because I remember you came over once, and we were watching the Guitar Center sessions of some 41 oh. and we were just like oh my god some 41 is still a band oh he looks <laughs> terrible oh my god who, to be fair he who did listen to this band yeah. blah 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 and yeah so i think that we should go back in time to do you think we should go back in time to like that day yes and 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 jump in on ourselves while we're eating alberto's mexican food oh wow you're and it seems like you were already there well, you were I, just there without me i know i was <laughs> Eating a lot of Albertos at the time <laughs> because the best Albertos in the world was in mm. Riverside. Yeah, I don't think they're right. And we should go there and maybe give the album to ourselves. It's like, hey guys, or don't Hancock judge Brown this prematurely. Right. Def- I know, Mike, you stopped listening to Sum 41 a long time ago, but you should definitely recheck this band out again. Yes. Because and we should. Five we- years from now, you should definitely listen to their it's new album. It's going to be important. Yeah. Um, should we take the podcasting technology with us to the past? Why not? And it's- tell them what the hell is going on? Why not? Because this or, laptop is brand new. Yes. <laughs> and it would be brand new back then, so it wouldn't have as many problems. So, we'll, yes, there's no problems at all. So, we'll, but we'll, we have to summon Doc Brown because we can't do it. We can't see our former selves. Here we go. <clears throat> Again. We, we're as, only allowed to do it twice where we can see our former selves. Oh, really? So, Doc Brown needs to go back and talk to us in the past. Oh, okay. Or else, you know, space time continuum. So, we need cubs. to summon him, tell him what to do, and then give him everything that they need or okay. else the space-time continuum collapses on itself and the cubs actually win the world series we wouldn't want that never <laughs> ever <laughs> all right so, so we, we know go. how this works we look at our full body mirror looks look look ourselves straight in the eye and say naked. three times naked, naked. <laughs> michael, michael j, j. fox michael j fox michael j lightning strikes lightning strikes this is why i put the sound effects in Hey McFly (laughs) I thought I told you never to come in here Where is he? Calvin Klein Calvin Klein? Remember Marty goes back in time and his mom sees his underwear And it says Calvin Klein and she calls him Calvin Klein for the rest of the I haven't seen Back to the Future in a very long time You should watch all three of them like I do at least twice a year Yes (laughs) Anyway, okay Oh, oh, hey, Doc Brown is here. Oh my God, Doc Brown is. is oh, thank you, Doc Brown. Doc Brown. Doc Brown is outside my front door right now. Oh, knocking on the screen let on my know. door. We should let him in. Well, can I finish my burrito first? Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is really odd. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Doc Brown, what are you doing here? Skinny, skinny with Mike and Adam. Why are you what, calling us? What that? is the skinny with Mike and Adam? You're the modern him, Marty. <laughs> Marty, you need to know some things about the future. My name's Mike. Oh, Mike, Mike. Okay, okay. I know. I've already explained this to you guys in 2012 and 2013. What? But I'm here in 2011 to bring you guys the news, the news of some 41. Oh, and I also, used to listen to that band. Nine years ago. I'm going to tell you a little bit about a shirt that, Mike, you like to wear in 2016. But that's a topic for another day. (laughs) Anyway, I know from talking to your future selves in 2016 that you guys 
you guys were back here watching this Guitar Center Sessions of Sum 41 and dismissing this band as being crap. And you guys don't understand that in 2016, this band is incredibly important to you, to America, to humanity, <laughs> to Canada, to people who used to like Green Day, but then grew up and liked another younger band that remind them of Green Day. Doc Brown, let's just skip the whole part that it's totally weird that you're here. You're a fictional character. And you're holding a microphone and a laptop. This, what are you doing with my pink laptop that I bought for my current wife? For Silence! Go- okay. <laughs> <laughs> this laptop holds secrets on it about the future nude pictures yes and Ooh. all of your thoughts and feelings of the next four years because wow. in merely one year from now you guys will go to a thrice show who the hell is thrice shut I, up adam. adam i know who a thrice is I'm talking thrice you will care more about them later but you guys will have an influential podcast a podcast that will garner three to four downloads per week oh you guys will make albums and life will happen around you and you will enjoy some 41 and you need to listen to this band now in 2011 question the first how many how do we have time to like this is something that chris hardwick does it's called a podcast how do we have time to podcast if we're too busy being rich and famous in the modern hymn this band's gonna go everywhere i'll let you learn that on your own oh in a mere matter of months (laughs) and adam i'm not going to tell you what the next three years look like (laughs) it's so sad oh god mike on the other hand he does pretty well for himself oh he gets to have all sorts of life-altering achievements happen to him up until the end of 2015. And oh. by 2016, oh. life, life is a little bit different. Oh. But anyway, we'll just leave that this at what it is exciting, now. This sounds exciting, Doc Brown. You guys need to listen to Screaming Bloody Murder by Sum 41. Sum 41. There, that's a band I haven't heard about prior to this Guitar Center Sessions. Hey, Doc Brown, have you heard In Too Deep? Well, I heard I heard of them in 2004, 2005, right. when they had a song that was kind of cool get played on KCAL. All to blame. Yes. Gone to... Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, I like that song. I've but, heard that album. But I kept on thinking, like, this band's not going to go very that's far. That's the last time I've ever heard of Sum 41. Yeah, exactly. So it's like we stopped listening to them. Adam, you got to listen to this band. <laughs> And then, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go back in time. We're going to listen to all these albums over and over again for a solid week. And then we're going to come back to this day. You guys are going to record a podcast about how awesome this album is and go from there. Are you, can you guys do that for me? What's a question the second? What's a podcast again? <laughs> okay, Adam, we'll do it. We'll do Adam, it. Talk. Adam hasn't discovered what podcasts are for another year. Yes. And then he will c- say to Mike, we need to do this. Because this is just like our conversations we have with each other. All the time. All the time. And you will make millions of failed attempts to make millions of dollars. (laughs) Doc Brown, you're bumming me out today. (laughs) Either way, it's important for this album to be known in 2011. So bring it back. And by the time 2016 rolls around in November, they will have a new album coming out. That's right. It takes five years for another album. <laughs> like, but he's so happily married to he's so the, happily Ava, married Ava and perfectly healthy. You guys didn't hear when they broke up earlier? No, because we stopped listening. I stopped listening to them in two thousand and four. That's right. Because I started listening to bands like Census Fail. That's right. And Mike, you went on a whole different tangent. 
Adam went on a completely different tangent, but you guys should have stayed on this tangent. So Derek Wibley divorces his wife in, <gasps> in Avril early. Lavigne, she seems like such a nice person. Somewhere in 2010, they break up, and he writes this album about that, and then he will go on a bender, a bender of sorts, and nearly die by oh, 2013. You guys will talk awful. about Avril Lavigne marrying the Nickelback lead singer for like... Two years you'll talk about this. <laughs> You're shitting us, Doc. Don't 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 be pulling wish, our leg, man. I wish I was, but just you wait until the future comes. And there will be many a feedback podcast about this. Punk is fun. But don't worry, Adam will give it two to three years. Mike will give it six to ten years, and Adam will be right. <laughs> oh crap the space time continuum is, is oh my punk. head I'm not going to tell you about what sort of weird diseases she gets from being with Chad Kroger <laughs> we'll save that for TMZ sepsis or lupus all of the above <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> but anyway let's go listen to these albums and then I'm going to go back home to whatever year I live in <laughs> that's the one <laughs> And wait until you guys wait till you guys summon me again, which will hopefully be never, because I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> we so, should do a top albums of 2011, my Adam. Now that we know what podcasting is, we totally should. <laughs> I don't know what a podcast is. Still. Off to the theme song. <laughs> Insert theme song here. Make it short. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it like 20 seconds or so. Wow, Adam, Whoa. that was an experience. This was incredible. I can't believe we're here March, what, April, May? What what month are we in right March, now? We're here at March 26th, <laughs> the day after of Screaming Bloody Murder comes out I to had, the masses. This, I, I didn't even think about this album. I've been so enthralled with, with picking up Taking Back Sunday. I've been listening to bands like Bullet for My Valentine for the last three, four months. You my also Chemical heard, Romance. You also just heard... Life is not a waiting room by Senses Fail. That was in 2008. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to listen to the rest of that band's discography because I have a feeling I might start liking them soon. Okay. So, ergo. Good. And maybe that a day to remember band. I'll get around to oh, them eventually. Okay. <laughs> they seem like they're making headway for themselves these days. You have a year. Days. You have a year. Man, who do you think's going to win the Republican primary this year? Oh, man. Or next next year in 2012. Hopefully. Ron Paul 2012. Ron Paul 2012. That's who I'm rooting for. Rand I'm sure Paul. everyone's going to listen to his message and give him a fair shot. I've heard and s- totally not screw him out of every caucus. I've heard some good things about this Michelle Bach woman. Bach woman? Bach man. Bach oh, man. Bach man. From, from Minnesota. Oh. I think she's got a good thing going for her. She could take down Barack. Yeah. Good for you, Bach man. Go for it. And what's this dead eyes? This weird thing about Donald Trump. He's talking about like running third running. party. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of weird. That's... Wouldn't that be like the most insane thing in the entire world? I think, th- I think the United States will cease to exist. Have that ever happened? It just might. I hope maybe it will someday. One day. Maybe. We can dream. <laughs> anyway this album i mean what can we say about this like i'm so glad that we had time i had time to go back and listen to the last four uh some 41 albums right and uh so let's give a quick history of let's give band. a quick history of some 41 so they're a band from canada uh, <laughs> why does that make me laugh i don't know so much you hate canada so, i know or you will come to hate canada so much <laughs> i haven't even been there yet wait Never. no i went to vancouver earlier this year 
Oh, you did. I went to Vancouver in March of 2011. That's right. Yes, you did. <laughs> Literally earlier this month, <laughs> I drove there. A couple weeks ago, and you had a pleasant experience, It I'm was sure. lovely. My wife and I argued on the streets of Vancouver about not paying to park. Oh, anyway, good. <laughs> <laughs> Save nine Canadian dollars, which is like eight hundred American dollars. I That's don't a lot. It's a lot of yeah. Money. So many loonies. <laughs> so then, but anyway, this band. So I'm sure a lot of people know about Sum Forty One. They've been on. They've they've been on the radio in the early aughts for, and and they've been pretty they, successful. They don't get played on the radio anymore. Not anymore. Here in 2011. Right. Uh, so back in. So their 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 breakout hit was of course Fat Lip. Which After, came off of their second album, No Killer, No All Killer, No Filler. Let us not forget about the EP prior to that. Yes, the Half, the hour, half of power. hour of Power, which is utter garbage. Which it's fine. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. It's garbage. <laughs> but one of those tracks ends up on the first full length. Makes here. no difference. And Summer, I believe. Those I are think the two so. Set. Yeah, two songs. And there's a couple of songs on this album that I like, but I really still dislike this album. I can remember being 20 years old, 21, and watching MTV and being like, hey, look at all these kids my age who are out having fun and enjoying their lives while yeah. I sit at home watching MTV by myself. <laughs> I oh. hate this song so much, and they're just trying to be the Beastie Boys. You're talking about Fat Lip, right? I am, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, Fat Lip is a song. Yeah, that's it. It's a song. <laughs> it it it's, started a revolution. It, it did, and, it it, it, and they kind of and they kind of marketed themselves as, like, maybe it's maybe it was Island Records or whatever, but they marketed themselves as, like, these these fun skater punk guys who love to party. Yes. And their music videos are wacky. Right, and they base them on old Rodney Dangerfield movies. Yeah, like the Yay. music video for In Too Deep. <laughs> Which is still the most worst song I've ever heard in my it life. It was a really bad song. Oh, man. So they've had <laughs> singles for Fat Lip, In Too Deep, um, and I believe Motivation. I think there was another one, but <laughs> but they did a like a like sort of like a music video for Pain for Pleasure. Which would sometimes get played after Fat Lip's that's, music video. It's pretty hilarious. It was really good. I like that one. It's in the same skate park as where Fat Lip takes place, but okay. like they're in like glam rock outfits, and Stevo, the drummer, is mm-hmm. not, not the singer. The, huh? Is he he's, the singer? He's a singer in that okay. one? Yeah. So that's pretty. It's, it's pretty cool. So I mean, like they have like, a cool image, and like they're like it, I, I I I thought it was cool back in the day when. They just don't take themselves too seriously, but th- they write really I, good music. I thought it was good that like a band that was my age was kind of bringing metal back. Yeah. Because I was like really into the 80s metal scene at that time. I was discovering Guns N' Roses and all that kind of stuff. So I was just like, hey, this band gets it. That's cool. I hope that I never hear from them again. <laughs> and then so 2002 a happened. A year later, they released Does This Look Infected, which is sort of like a part part two of All Killer No That's Killer. a good hit while the iron is hot yeah, kind of thing. Pretty much. And Quick they released the singles to the Hell Song, which is a really good song. I like oh that my God. A lot. This album is absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's a really opinion. good song. They also released Still Waiting, which I think is the first single off of that song. Yeah, still waiting for this world to yeah, whatever. Um, That's a very tired melody. But yeah, but like you it. know, they made it work. They made it work. But, but there's a fair amount of really good shit on this album, and it really opened up my eyes to this band. When Any other songs that stand out to you? Oh, goodness. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head. But, but overall, over my Over my head, song. I like a lot. Yeah. Um, my Direction, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure about that one. By Limp Biscuit. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, No Brains, Mr. Amsterdam. I think All Messed Up is, is the other one I don't like. There's like two tracks okay. on this album that I don't care for. The rest of the album is pretty solid. Yeah, it's a pretty solid, like, just nice, fun pop rock. Because I remember pop hearing punk. Over My Head on 
MTV and thinking like, oh, this band is is sounding all right. I bet their album is still terrible though. Over my head is a single. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so they did that, and then they uh, so their popularity was starting to wane a bit. I mean, they weren't really like as uh, as exposed, Mm. I guess, as 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 they used to back in two thousand and one. And then uh, they got good, I guess. They got good. <laughs> People don't like bad music. Nope. Uh, uh, like, so oh, Adam probably likes this. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So 2004, they released their uh, new album, Chuck. And this was a different direction for them. This they was, started to write progressive, they a little s- bit more uh, rock anthems. and They seemed to more disappear between like 02 and 04 when this album came out. Because I remember when the first single, which is what? It was either We're All to Blame. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, and the music video for that's pretty cool. It's I like don't the, think I've seen it. It's it's a, um, it's solid. Remember that old show, Solid Gold? Yes. Yeah. So it, it's just that they're oh. playing during the during an episode of Solid Gold. Cool. And they have the Solid Gold dancers, and it's all played in like well, a old three thirty five millimeter camera. It's really cool. So I kept on thinking, like, this band might have some potential when I heard that song. But I didn't hear anything else from this album, and it quickly escaped Well, the other everything. popular single from this was Pieces. That one, I, is that the ballad? That's the ballad, yeah. I don't like that song. It's like the only, I like that song a lot. It's like the only track on the album I don't like, pretty mm-hmm. much. But it's like pretty much, a, it's a metal album, besides it's that pretty, song. It's pretty darker, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I believe the concept of the record, if you... Uh, they, they were doing interviews, and this is how I heard about it. They were doing interviews, and they the band went to like the Congo or something. Yes. And those, it, it and they was, were on the, does this look infected tour? Yeah. So they were, they were playing in the Congo and this actually happened, uh, during a, a civil war that was going on in the country. Yes. And their they tour guide shot at, yeah, their tour guide, whose name was Chuck, uh, actually saved their life cause they were being shot at and Chuck like, told them what to do to stay out of like the line of fire. It's, like, and it's okay. I do this every other week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a living <laughs> life in the Congo. <laughs> yeah. So they, so they dedicated the album to Chuck and, uh, they, now you, you enjoy this album. Yes. I do. Yeah. This is, you the don't last... think it sounds too much like Metallica because I always feel this album sounds very Metallica. And some 41 have gone back when back when they were popular and said and, and stated mil- multiple times that Metallica is one of their primary influences yes. during the during the MTV Metallica tribute back when St. Anger first came out and everyone's like oh Metallica's back like some 41 <laughs> finally some 41 started off that show covering a Metallica song and it was really good I can't remember what song it was oh jeez I just remember I watched that thing and I remember thinking like fuck this band <laughs> Avril Lavigne also did a cover of Fuel that's right. Yeah. Give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me like, that which I deserve. They did like Master Puppets or something like they that. Must it was have one of the famous yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I remember watching that and thinking like this sucks because Limp Bizkit was also on <laughs> oh, that God, show yes. and Avril. And I was like, oh God, <laughs> kill me now. I think Corn covered one as well. Corn, I think did. And then they played. Fuck, then Metallica the played. Yeah. For they... Tick 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 tock. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> okay, yes, that was the one. And I was remember feeling, yes, they're finally back. And it was just so bad. I can't wait for Saint Anger. I know. It's be so, great. But this album, it doesn't like sound too much like Metallica to you? Like you can still enjoy it? I I, I, I think if you're, if, you're, if you're not as exposed to some 41, then I can see that. Uh, mm-hmm. I can see that comparison. But if you've kind of followed some 41 like I did up until this time, there's there's enough of their sound that stays with you to be like oh they're it's some 41 but they're writing a new different kind of sound okay yeah so you can grow with them yeah rather than kinda, stay stuck in the fat lip era yeah exactly and gotcha. and and back 
because uh, I started listening to music, like really getting into music back in 2002 and stuff around the time that Sum 41 yes. was super popular. Yes. And to hear their old sound moving into Chuck was a big deal to me because that was one of the first times mm. where I thought, oh, a band can change but keep their keep the essence of what makes them them. Wow. You know, and and that was a big deal for me. And of course, yeah. So and then um, between 2004 and 2007, a little album called American Idiot came out, mm-hmm. and some 41 said, "I want to do one of those." Let can I try? <laughs> so they wrote Underclass Hero, which you know I can't say it's like, you know, like the it's it's not bad. Of course, it's it's, it's some 41 doing arena rock. It, it's very very Green Day. Mm-hmm. Esque, but I like the theme. I like a lot of the songs on here. It, it feels too long. It's very long. Yeah. I mean, I still think like the last couple of tracks are really good, but there's a couple of other tracks back there that probably didn't need to be. And there. bringing back the comedy element of them, they have a great song right track six. Mm-hmm. Click uh, it. Click it. My my. my okay. And my Mademoiselle. <laughs> yes. Where he sings it all in French. Yes. And uh, have you it, ever looked up the translation? I did, and it's definitely about someone's wife, <laughs> ex-wife. It's it, it, it's describing a woman as a dumpster, a dumpster of some sort, um, a dumpster that would probably be filled with something, <laughs> filled with something that maybe comes from from, from comes from a of, man, comes from a man. <laughs> I loved it. It's a great song. I'll, yeah. I'll skip over it every single time it comes oh, really? on because I enjoy most of the rest of this album. Yeah. But <laughs> it's it's anyway. one of those like fine whatever. But at, at the same time, you remember this this band is Canadian, so everything's French. Yeah. <laughs> but this was the like I'm in love with Avril Lavigne album. Mm-hmm. Like all of, all the love songs on here. Yeah. Like you can just see him pouring out his heart and soul to her. Like you are my one true love, and these are all the things that I would write to her if I was yeah. married to her. Of Thank course. You- Call her a cum dumpster and <laughs> well in jest yeah <laughs> <laughs> something about my pantalones <laughs> so yeah it, it's it's a it's a it's a decent record mm-hmm. you know it, especially yeah, walking if you, disaster is a great song it is a great song I, I agree with, with you there I yeah. turned on the video for that one oh wait sorry it's 2011 so I can't tell that story <laughs> okay <laughs> I think in 2016 I'm going to turn the video on for that one oh I have a feeling that that three year olds might enjoy it because there's a little robot. <laughs> Who walks around Yay. And, and goes down like a moral sewer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now we are here in, in the year 2011. Uh, With a completely new perspective for me on this band. Yes. I cannot believe how much this band has shifted my my viewpoint of them mm. like they've just come leaps and bounds. Mm. And, so, I, and, I took a, and I took a break from them. I'm back now here in 2011. Did you listen to Underclass Hero in 2007? Not at all. Not at all. Wow. Not at all. So you stopped at Chuck and then I stopped just... at Chuck and that was like but that that was when like 2004 I was inundated with all this new music. I was listening to bands from Warp Tour and every year I was picking up the Warp Tour compilations that I wanted to discover new bands. Yes. And I was like, "Oh, some 41, I know what they're Meh. about." Whatever. So thanks for the ride, some forty one. So when did you end up listening to Underclass Hero? Around the time that you asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or I mean, around the time that Doc Brown told. Oh, a week ago. A week ago. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's what it is. Yeah, because I had a feeling that I wasn't going to start to listen to them until twenty fifteen. You're right. <laughs> so, so maybe you just it's had a feeling. Probably good that we listen to it now. <laughs> yeah, um, and there's anyway. something about Screaming Bloody Murder that just kind of speaks to us. It's a really. It, for a band that obviously doesn't need to impress its audience anymore, no, they're going, they're going for it still. Yes, and it's and there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of pain in this there's one. A lot of anti-Avril 
<laughs> stuff going on here. So should we kick it off here? Let's kick it off here. So we're going to do this in the way that I'm sure every music podcast in the future is going to do reviews track by track. Yes. Let's go by uh, track one for Screaming Bloody Murder. Preferably 45 minutes into their show. 35 to be exact. So we're close. 30 Reason to Believe is track one. Remember, we're just kind of doing this because we're super stoked on 13 Voices five years from now. Yeah. Uh, I bet five years go by and this band's in a whole other... Whole exactly. Other mega superstardom. Mm-hmm. Full-on... Uh, major label status. They're always going to be on a major label. Arena tours. Mm-hmm. No House of Blues shows. No. <laughs> Ooh. Sounds a little AFI, doesn't it? Building an atmosphere. Now, at this point, I believe it's... Every, I, I believe at this point, Derek Wibley is the only original member left, right? No, all, all the dudes are still there, except for Steve-O. For screaming hot, bloody hot murder, chocolate quit after Chuck, but he's back now. But he's back as of okay, as of 2015 go. when they oh, performed. Steve Jocks is the drum bliss. Oh, I'm sorry, in 2011. Yes, sorry, hot chocolate's not there. Okay, so it's just Steve and Derek at this point, and Cone, the bass player. Cone, Jason McLaughlin. Okay, the bass player. Yes. So this hot is like is the only one okay, cool. This is a pretty amazing intro. This is to a an good album. intro, yeah. Can, can we get some more volume, perhaps? Sure. I'm having a feeling that my future daughter is awake now. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this song has so many different parts to it. Yeah. So and, it, and at first it's jarring because it starts off like epic and like AFI and yeah, and then it's like good old rock stuff and then it takes this weird left turn towards the end and then it just ends it doesn't really go back to one of the original parts it's a good intro it's like a full length song but like they wrote it as like a big epic intro and I think they wrote it like that to play it live too it's it's gotta be a good opener for a show Mm -hmm. and I wonder in 2016 if they will open with this or if they'll open with whatever else they're they're touring on at the time yeah which I'm sure is going to be a consistent flow of new records <laughs> from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and then it comes back down. Now, the acoustic version towards the end of this album, it's pretty good. I thought it would kind of lose something on there. Can you tell me what you found? The tracks are on the standard edition, I forgot. I believe it's four, is it 14 and then there's two acoustics in there? You are right. Yes, you are right. And if you get to read the entire Wikipedia thing about this album, it'll tell you a lot more about it than what Mike and I can tell you. Anything that stands out for you? Um, more so from for track seven through nine, because mm-hmm. they were planning to release those three songs oh, as yeah. as just an EP. A Dark like a, Road Out of Hell, part one, two, and three. Yes. Interesting. But then they decided to just throw them into the album. So yeah, now that the album just, or the song just kind of ends on this slow acoustic-y thing it's like this is the most bizarre song it's a bizarre especially for some 41 too right yeah and then it's and then it's kind of over it's like okay that was an intro but it was also awesome and it, it was just so out of out of nowhere yeah but it but it but it, but it works like you said earlier mm-hmm. but it works so it's track two is a title track screaming bloody murder if i was to pick some of my favorite songs of 2011 i have a feeling this song would be on it <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with you there, friend. 
This is the first single, I believe. I don't believe I've ever like heard this song on a radio or seen nope. the music video playing or anything. No, but it's, it's 2011. People don't watch MTV anymore. Oh, well, MTV doesn't play music anymore. That's right. It's all about the Kardashians, the Jackass, and the Jonas Brothers. The Jonas Brothers. <laughs> but yeah, this song is, again, pretty experimental for them. Pretty experimental, pretty heavy. It's almost like a, a perfect blending of like the last two albums, but with like this darkness feel. It yeah, it's like if you took the atmosphere of Chunk with like some of the original rock. Chuck. Not not Chunk. I don't know. It doesn't ring well with me. <laughs> no. With Chuck. And you kind of combined it with like the uh, the songwriting elements of um, oh, the last album. Underclass Hero. Underclass Hero. Yeah. never thought that some 41 would make a chorus that is this epic I know I'm trying to picture hot chocolate diving off of a uh, a, a diving board to this <laughs> to this song it's, do, it's, it's not working so well. no there's a whole different feel to this album than there was on all killer no filler but what but 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 what number will screaming bloody murder take at TRL today we don't know it was the number one question of 2011 <laughs> But like that's the crazy thing about this band is the consistency of the big chorus. Yeah, it's almost like did they figure out some element that makes just me enjoy a song, hmm. and and they're just repeating it kind of in the way that I'm, I feel like the Gaslight Anthem might when I start listening to them next year, <laughs> or uh, is it just really that good? <laughs> I think it's just I think it's also it's a combination of all the elements that this band is uh, influenced by. Like they're influenced by metal yes. and they're influenced by punk. And they have pop influences, and of course, I'm sure being married to Avril Lavigne kind of rubs off on you when you what if, think about like big pop courses. What if Avril did an album with her husband, with her current what, like husband? If, if her husband produced an album with Avril, do you think that would do anything? You mean her current husband, Derek Wibley? Well, they're divorced at this. Oh, point. that's right. You mean her current husband, famous poodle man, <laughs> Chad Kruger. Chad Kruger. Kawaii uh, The song is so good I can't even like I can't go on even, even It's a really good it. song Yeah Great title track too It's right there At the beginning of the record too So it kind of Gets you started on uh, Some stuff that's coming up Like track three Scumfuck Scumfuck Which is apparently uh, What they call their fans Oh really? Hey all you scumfucks out there That's endearing I'm looking forward to Being called a scumfuck of in course. the coming years. It always makes me think of skunk fuck. But <laughs> skunk fuck. <laughs> this song doesn't sound like some 41, Mike. He really hates his wife. Yes. It's kind of weird that they've they named all their fans by the fifth album. <laughs> I, think, I think it's about time. What's up, all you fat lit motherfuckers? <laughs> hey, all you into deepers. <laughs> that doesn't work. Hey, motivators. <laughs> Amanda Bunkfaces. <laughs> I'd be called Amanda Bunkface before I get called a scumfuck. I like it. I like so this it. is the first of a handful of songs about his ex-wife. I think so. I think so. I think alcohol fueled this album a lot. I'd, I'd say so. He probably drank enough alcohol to fuel an alcohol. We, we just saw him in the guitar center sessions. He's not looking so great. up. He's like pale and looks like 
like a really trashy Billy Idol. Yeah, a right? trashy. He looks like Billy Idol's trashy skeleton. And he's such a tiny little guy too. He's so small. He has the same haircut as 2011. This guitar here. I think this reminds me of like really good Green Day. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, Green Day hasn't disappointed me. <laughs> <laughs> you mean all of Green Day? That sounds like a very Gerard Way. There you go. Yeah. That was what it was. I've always said that this is the album that I wished Danger Days was. Oh, wow. Because Danger Days has been out for a year now. We all know how much and of a disappointment it was great. that was. <laughs> Adam, Na 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 is the no. best song of 2010. Because coming out of the Black Parade into this album would, would make sense. Wonderful. <laughs> would make sense. Because Mike Chemical Romance has been saying that like we want to be a rock band again. You know, We, we, we kind of don't really want to do the... Um, thematic. thematic things anymore. Yeah. And what did they do? They did another thematic record. Right. And it was bad. And he got shot by a Nintendo gun. <laughs> a a Nintendo NES Zapper. <laughs> the NES Zapper by Grant Morrison. So is it kind of weird that like the Black Parade was five years ago and in 2011, so yes. 41 is still being influenced by the Black Parade? Well, I mean, I... I but in a good sense. way. Yeah. Because there hasn't been a lot of good imitations of the Black Parade in the last five years, has there been? Escape the fate. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that Falling in Reverse band's got a lot going for him. I would hope so. Their album comes out pretty soon. <laughs> oh, he's just out of jail, isn't he? Track four is Time for You to Go. So these, this is one of a trio of songs that I feel just don't fit on this album. It's, it it's not as bombastic. It's just kind of punky, you know? Yes. It doesn't have the big feel as of the rest right. of the album has. Because, you know, there's there's a fair amount of Green Day. Since mm-hmm. I'm really into Green Day right now. Yes. Um, <laughs> you're in a Green Day bender. There's, there's a couple of tracks from Green Day I don't really care for. I heard that their next record is actually going to be three records. Have they announced that yet already? Probably. Whoa. We should probably listen to music podcasts. 2012 is going to be the greatest year ever. <laughs> of music. <laughs> but, you know, even though it doesn't, like, fit, I like it. I think it's a fine song. It's a good chorus. I almost feel like it works just to kind of break up the monotony of greatness, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Hey, guys, here's a bunch of A pluses. We're going to give you a B plus. Just, just a couple of, of just to let you know that we're human. Right. We make mistakes too. Yeah, because this could have been an 11 track album, and I think it would have been pretty solid. Yeah, but they pushed it to 14, and whatever. If they had pushed it to 14, do you think? <gasps> do you think it still would have worked without those that trio of songs? I think so. Yeah, like these would have been the, the disappointing B sides that they would have released Ooh. as the deluxe edition. Yeah, like, oh good, I'm glad those weren't on the album. <laughs> but this, this kind of sounds like it would be on Chuck though. Throwback. No? You don't uh, think so? Not really. It feels just more all killer for me. You think so? Just for me. Okay. But whatever. All killer had that pop filter on it though. A little bit. Uh, track five is Jessica Kill. Probably one of the best songs they've ever, ever done. Ever. Ever. This is not a Sum 41 song. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, you know, we have a hard time with bands making awesome verses and awesome choruses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is one of the few times <laughs> it really, really works. 
sometimes you get like a really, really awesome verse and a terrible chorus or vice versa. That happens a lot. So, yeah. I just feel like the song is so not some 41. It's perfect. So for this world to stop hating. A little bit. A little they, bit. They stole that a little bit. <laughs> they wrote it. They can steal yeah, their they, own they, You can plagiarize <laughs> your own music. I think that's fine. <laughs> because they also like stole it from Lincoln Park. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and Lincoln Park stole it from the Ramones. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I love oh, the guitar in the background. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's really good. And that's all him on guitar. They're basically yeah. just a trio at this point. At this point, yeah. I, I think, think live they, they, they incorporate a rhythm guitar. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. Doc Brown showed me a picture of him from 2016, and there's five guys in the band now. Five guys? Yes. Oh. So, it's kind of crazy, which means a third guitar player. Third guitar player or Derek does frontman duties? A fair amount, probably. But sometimes you need to be blown away at a show. Yes. I think that when we see them five years from now, finally. <laughs> Did we buy our tickets already? I'm going to buy them tomorrow. In, in advance. <laughs> um, I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised. I would hope so. I'm going to be surprised by the size of the venue. It's gonna be and tiny. you can wait in the car while the band Senses Fail, because I know you don't like them. <laughs> Plays. I'm going to listen to the rest of their discography. Okay, good. Track six is What Am I to Say? How about that build up on the bridge, then? I know, that was a really good, like. This is the feels. This is the, I'm no longer angry about you, now I'm just sad. I'm just disappointed (laughs) in myself. (laughs) Cut, cut, slice, slice. Now I gotta say, I can't relate to any of these breakup songs, Adam. No, you can't. Because I'm so happily married. How's it going with your three-year-old? I just got married last year, remember? That's right. Less than a year ago. Less than a year ago, I got married. Your daughter's gonna be three next month? Yeah, how, she's how's, so lovely. How's nearly three treating you? Lovely. Is it going to treat? Is it going to treat me lovely? Of course, Adam. Because everything that happens to my daughter is going to happen to your daughter. <laughs> how do you know men have a daughter? Huh? Real men make boys. Remember? Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you will make a boy one day. <laughs> a very sensitive boy. So this song, I went back and forth on a lot. It's kind of generic. It's pretty generic ballad. Mm-hmm. Ballad core, ballad core. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're right. It's it's, just, it's it's a sad little reminiscing of like what we had, and it, of course everything was your fault because I'm I'm fine. <laughs> I have no character flaws. <laughs> My drinking is fine. <laughs> I'm sure Avril had some problems. I'm sure Avril is the worst <laughs> she's perfect you <laughs> shut your whore mouth <laughs> but in all seriousness Avril to me have you seen what she looks like that's k- enough k- said Hawaii. <laughs> enough said I'm sure her personality is glowing I'm gonna cut out anything that you say from here on out but like but to me Avril seems like the most annoying person in the world no <laughs> and edit <laughs> Yeah, I mean the the it's definitely pandering ballad, but I can I can dig the verse enough. Yeah, but like it, nothing about it really makes me want to skip it or anything. Yeah, it's just it's 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 there. But whatever. So Especially as I'm getting prepared for track seven through yes. nine. Yes, track seven is "Holy Image of Lies," 
which is the part one of what's it called? The Dark Road to Hell. The Dark Road Out to Hell. So yeah, this was supposed to be an, an EP that they released. They were going to release somewhere in 2009 or 2010, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of wet our whistles until this album came out. But then they just decided to write the album around it and throw them all together. And I'm like, man, as an EP, this would have been fucking awesome. It would have been a great EP, yeah. But it's like I like the fact that they put it here in the middle of this like, album. You can you can see now where the rest of the influences for the rest of this album come right. from. I wonder why they didn't call the album A Dark Road Out of Hell. Because Screaming Bloody Murder was such an awesome song. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> Thank you, Island Records. So, yeah, this this just basically sounds like a 12-minute song. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of like comes down at the end and it bleeds perfectly into the next one. And it's, it's slightly jarring, but it's just like, it just fits so well together. Yeah, and you're just and like, who the hell is this band now? I, <laughs> I had no idea. It's gonna be weird, like, like if they play a, slu- a song off of this. I'm sure they'll play plenty of songs off of Screaming Bloody Murder, Come and then go back to like, hey, we're gonna encore with Fat Lip, right? Because they have to close with that. They have to, yeah. That's so terrible. I think we should take a little side bet here. What is the what is the likelihood that they'll play in too deep? I think it's pretty high. You think even, it's even high? though the band has gone so far, they're they're, they're stuck in that mindset of we gotta oh, we please know the fans. That this song, it's like the whole newfound glory guy saying that his favorite album is their first album. Oh, fuck you! And it's like because it's it brought so many people in, <sighs> and it's the one that they all loved. And we were so like not knowing what we were doing. We recorded it, and it lasted the test of time. <laughs> and it's like no, fuck you, <laughs> Mike. You've, let us never go back to episode one of the skinny and compare ourselves to it what what who are we comparing ourselves to because I know that was the episode that brought everybody to us oh right we've come so far since then we should interview people at Warped Tour and Thrice shows we should try (laughs) so yeah this this song just kind of takes a whole new thing this album did not sell very well did it Probably not. I think it debuted in the 50s. It actually also didn't review very well. Wow. It reviewed, like, if you do, like, a Metacritic kind of score, it reviewed, like, in the mid-70s. Mm. I saw somewhere in there it said it got mixed reviews. Yeah. <laughs> but some say that. Oh, here we go. Metacritic, based on eight professional reviews, gave this a 47 out of 100. Whoa. Out of eight reviews. Out of eight okay. reviews. <laughs> a massive eight. <laughs> Many critics have compared the albums to works of Green Day and My Chemical Romance, which makes sense because they were the two biggest rock bands at the time. And Blink 182's 2015 album, California. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but didn't it debut in the 50s on, in America? It uh, peaked at 31 on uh, the Billboard Top 200, uh, five on the rock albums, five pretty, on the al- alternative albums. That's pretty bad for a, for a major label, mm-hmm. right? Which is probably why they got dropped. Which is also crazy with how good this is. <laughs> so, I, I, it's good, but not in a way that a major label would. I guess um, not. Because a major label would look at an album like um, All Killer No Filler and be like, oh, this is great. There's so much out, there's so many songs we can sell. Right. There's so much stuff that's singable to non music fans. This We're, is great for music fans, I think. For people who love genre blending and people who love little nuances in guitar right. work 
Because this would totally be a, a great like epitaph album. Oh yeah, dude. Or one of those non non so major labels. Mm-hmm. This is not a major label album whatsoever. You, there's nothing. Screaming Blood and Murder, I think, is the only sellable song. I think. And I really have a couple more singles in this. According to this, Blood in My Eyes and Baby You Don't Want to Know are also singles. But like, this, this is the start of the next song, right? Yes. Sorry. This, we, this is track eight. Sick of everyone. Like it blends, but it changes. It's so freaking cool. It blends into like a different genre. It's mm-hmm. really cool. I like it. Which 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 makes perfect sense why this was an EP at one point. Mm-hmm. But this sounds like Mike Kim the way that like Saves the Day took a Mike Kim yeah. slant on that one album. I can't remember the name of it now. Has it even come out, come out yet? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna say yes. Everyone <laughs> I think knows it was like 2005 or six or something. <laughs> But it's like you got to give a band a chance to grow, and I think Island decided that, even though they probably listened to this and thought, "Oh God, this is not going to sell." <laughs> oh well God, for us. where's our In Too Deep Part Two? <laughs> I, 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 I really doubt that. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna, I, I'm confident in saying that like some 41 had to fight for the the change in their sound. I'm sure Island would have been just happy, like, "Oh, go write us another hit." Yeah. You know? So it's pretty freaking crazy the way that all worked out. But that might be why it took four years for them to for them between between albums. Yeah. Because who would wait more than four years unless you almost Nobody. die or something, right? <laughs> but like I said, he's perfectly healthy. I'm sure he's very happy. He looks healthy in this guitar center yeah, sessions. Everyone watched. That's that's the peak of male performance, I think. He, he that. that that leather vest is just hanging off of him. <laughs> Size small. <laughs> Track nine is Happiness Machine. Size boys. <laughs> Youth small. <laughs> Perfect for first day of seventh grade. <laughs> I love this intro. I know. And by now you're just realizing like, oh crap, that was like, I've already gone through two songs. Yeah. I, I mean, it's like, it's like they took the Black Parade, pushed it further than where the Black Parade went. Yeah. And it's thematic like the Black yeah. Parade, too. Yeah. I think Black Parade does a better job of like keeping its themes through throughout this whole 13 tracks. Probably true. But uh, this is a great album that's influenced by that. can't say enough about it and then you realize like oh shit there's still another half of an album to go oh yeah <laughs> do that again then a little drop out and it works it's very radiohead right there mm-hmm. <laughs> they've done some radiohead stuff in the and past. throughout like some 41's career too Derek has been very experimental with his voice mm. i mean when Country. they first started it was very skater punk like this is what i sound like <laughs> you know but like he, that, then he, you know, he's getting really good at ballads and stuff, and he's getting really good at doing soft projection, and he's getting really good at screaming. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, I, I just feel like we should have brought this album to to the masses sooner, like before we sooner even had than, an audience, right? <laughs> sooner than some forty one did, even. Yeah, <laughs> it's very underrated, an underclass hero, if you will. There you go. Track ten <laughs> is Crash. Oh God! <laughs> I forgot that after like those three epic songs, then it goes into one of the saddest, Sappy. deadliest songs. 
It's very sappy. We call this sapcore. Sapcore. But I like it better than track six. This is so sad. So, yeah. (laughs) But does it fit? I can't relate to this at all. Does this fit on the album is my real question I always have when I listen to this. But where else would it go? Because it's too good to just be a B-side, you know? Yeah. (laughs) They also have an outro song called Exit Song. Yes. Would you replace this with Exit Song? I don't think so. Or would you put it after Exit Song? Well, you gotta have... Oh, that's a tough one. Like, second to last track instead. Mm. But can you imagine if, you know, this, this feeble pale guy we just saw on TV. Yes. If he just got through a divorce. If he was to like keep going down this track and then he actually did die somewhere around 2013 or 14 and this song this album was what we were left with. Oh god yes. (laughs) Wouldn't that be fucking nuts? I'm sure songs I'm sure lyrics on this song would be on his tombstone. Yes. And but like I would just keep listening to this album and be like oh my god how did he know? (laughs) And I'll never see them live. Before I could give them the credit they deserve. I don't have a problem with the fact that this sound doesn't so much fit the overall narrative of the album, but I do have a problem with its placement, though, because it is it does come after three really yes. good concept album or concept songs. So you think second to last track? I would put it second. I'd put it right before Exit Song. It's a little November Rain-ish. Yeah, it's very <laughs> November Rain, of course. But dare I say better than November Rain? Ooh. That's bold statements, right? Bold. And we're going to confirm I mean, this is, it this here is on the show. 2011 Adam, who still really, really, really likes Guns N' Roses. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of likes them. We're going to confirm it right here on the show. Crash is better than November Rain. There you go. That's fine, because Chinese democracy was a disappointment. Chinese democracy, I got my Dr. Pepper. That's we all, all I care did. about. But Track yeah, 11. I mean, if you don't like sappy love songs, sad songs, that's not for you, but it is for me. <laughs> yep. Just it's, it's, It is just a little jarring, because it's at track 10, and we still have mm. a lot of tracks to go, but this is track 11, Blood in My Eyes, which is apparently a single. I think I remember hearing about that. Now, if you had just opened up your your YouTube and said, "Oh, that new Blink or <laughs> some Forty One single," and you hear that guitar open, I'd be like, "Who what? is this band? This is, is this a typo?" Some Forty One. And then you saw in the music video that Hot Chocolate was diving off a diving board. Like, oh, <laughs> definitely some Forty One. This is correct. <laughs> Did you see any videos from this? No, I, like I said, like I. Dropped this band a long time ago. It's true. And it's true. it wasn't until Doc Brown came into our lives that I haven't even seen a single music video since the I Hell hope, song. I hope we never see him again. <laughs> He's a very strange man, <laughs> Doc Brown. I have a feeling he'll be back in about a year and a half. I don't know How why. dare he meddle in the affairs of what I choose as the best albums of 2012. This is the I'm still angry, but I'm over you. I thought we had that already. <laughs> that's a that's a weird step to take in the divorce process. Not that I would know. It's the uh, acceptance yet still bitter. Yeah, that's what this feels like. Again, not like, like I know fine, that. Fuck you, we're divorced. I hate you anyway. <laughs> fuck you all, and go, go bang someone else. Go fuck that Canadian poodle. 
Go write some great songs with him. <laughs> this is how I remind myself that I hate you. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Hashtag never forget, never again. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I should use that. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> never again. <laughs> Love that guitar riff too. Oh yeah. It's a great flow. It's it's a great. The song has a great flow to it. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say this would be like a good song as a single, but like whatever. But if I had heard, if I had been like a fan of this band prior, and I had heard this as a single, I would have been pretty excited. Oh yeah, especially as the opening single, I'd be like, whoa, this band's taking a whole new direction. Oh yeah, and that's my fucking problem with the way they choose singles. It's like, thanks Island Records. Yeah, but just most most albums, they seem to choose the first single that's like not the greatest song. It's the whatever the most marketable, I guess. I guess so. Kind of lame. So, you know, good song. I like it a lot. Oh, yes. uh, this is another single, Baby You Don't Want to Know. And now we're back to the track four syndrome, aren't we? Track four syndrome. <laughs> I like that. We should we should hold on to that. We should we should trade our pockets. Um, but yeah, this is another one that sounds just like old crappy Green Day. It's definitely a Green Day song. It sounds like it would be off of Warning. You almost feel like Island said, make a couple of less dark songs that we can throw in and they were like okay fuck you there's dun 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 and it's so it's so boring too it's just a boring guitar it's just a dun it's just boring cadence in the vocals it's whatever even the band seems bored in the background and even the even the production wise it sounds like lo-fi like the way Green Day used to do it yeah yeah it's almost like we don't care about these tracks, so we're not <laughs> even gonna master them. Yeah, these are these are just demos that we just threw in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's one thing to be influenced; it's just another thing to be like to blatantly rip off somebody. Island Records. Maybe we should get VIP passes if we go see them live and ask them all these questions. Oh, like so on that song, <laughs> 2011. Did uh, Island make you do that, or are you guys that hack frauds, <laughs> or do you just really want to make a Green Day song? <laughs> nobody compared you guys to Green Day at all prior to that. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. Nobody was influenced by American Idiot. <laughs> I wonder how they would feel if we asked them that. <laughs> I'm gonna take. They, a- Derek's going to take up drinking again. We're going to get some weird questions like that at VIP meetings and readings. (laughs) Yeah, there's not much to say about the song, man. It's it's, it's kind of blah. It's it's, it's a a dark stain on an otherwise flawless album. Back Where I Belong is track 13. And again, awesome guitar work here at the beginning again. It's like, it doesn't make any sense why the whole album can't be like this. It could have just as easily like, taken away like some of these poor tracks. Because, I mean, the mm-hmm. standard edition is 14 tracks long. That's what I said. Do I need to bring Doc Brown back and go back in time to when I said that? We should also <laughs> to get Doc Brown to go back to the recording studio and tell him to cut some of these fucking tracks off. Damn it. Pretty strong chorus. Strong, I, I approve. Not strongest. Not but strongest, but you know they all can't be the strongest. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty awesome transition oh, back yeah. into the verse. Come on, it's like how can you not love that? They've really, really grown as musicians. That's the amazing part. Because yeah. <laughs> I keep on going back to 2000 and being like, 
There's nothing musically that is enjoyable about this band. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, sure, they make silly lyrics about my mom should have had me aborted. You know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we all like that. We all like jokes. <laughs> I remember back when I, like, I first started to get into music, and Sum 41 was one of the bands that, like, got me into music, too. Uh, and then I was, and my friend, or classmate or whatever, saw that I was listening, because I had the jewel case out at my desk, and I had headphones on while I was, like, doing an assignment. And, and just say, oh, you like you like that band? You like Suck 41? <laughs> I'm like, hey, they're really good. <laughs> I don't really like that joke. What the fuck? It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that stayed with me that whole time. <laughs> like, it's like, I didn't have, like, I didn't, like, explode in his face. I was like, oh, well, I like him. It would have been better to say 41 sucks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's <laughs> so like high school. It is it's so perfectly yeah. like, like that's like a John Hughes fi- movie. <laughs> I was fifteen, and someone said that one of my favorite bands at the time was Suck Forty One. <laughs> so let's go to the final track, Exit Song. It totally feels like a John Hughes movie, doesn't it? <laughs> With his fingerless gloves. Yes. We were in detention. <laughs> this is kind of just an outro track, right? It is. This is kind minute. of minute. This is kind of crooning. Yes. So, you know, I think it works as an exit, an exit outro song. Yeah, it, the, the, the title is exactly what it is. It's an exit song. Really so lo-fi? It's, yeah, it's, it's lo-fi. It's just kind of Rhodes piano in the background. piano Or uh, organ Yeah. Organ? Rhodes piano. I have no idea what he's saying, but I like it. <laughs> it's a good outro. So the last two Can you imagine are acoustic tracks. Huh? If he dies... What we would be left with. This would be the last time we've ever heard exactly. of Derek Weebly. Well, except for the bonus tracks. Which, I don't, do you want to go over them? They're just acoustic well, tracks. The, the next one. Reason to Believe. Okay, then the closer. Okay. The very last one is a really good song. Okay. It's not acoustic. Oh, wait, sorry, it is a bonus track, right. So, yeah, we don't have to play the. Uh, reason to believe acoustic but okay. let's skip over to the, the bonus track so here, track please. 16 is we're the same it's kind of long for a bonus track I felt yeah. but it's got a really good chorus and when I first saw it I was like wait they just re-released we're all to blame I, I, I got those two tracks <laughs> confused <laughs> Adam if it wasn't already evident by all the dick sucking we've been doing this episode. Mm, the suck 41ing. Suck 41ing. <laughs> the 41 sucks that we've given this band we're, we're so far. sucking 41? I'm not sure. <laughs> what did you think of Screaming uh, Bloody Murder? Pretty much, like, I, I mean, it's not a perfect album, of course, mm. but you throw in this this bonus track, which I think could have fit perfectly into the album still, Yeah. except it would have been 15 tracks, which is pretty long. Um, but yeah, take out one of the Green Day songs, put this one in, you got you got a nearly flawless album. Yeah, um, and who like I said, who to thunk it? Not me for sure. I thought this band was done. Yeah, like they would have just been riding on their all killer no feel coat filler coattails a lot forever. Of, a lot of bands love coasting on yeah. their past successes, and that was just kind of what I assumed this band had been doing for the past ten years now. Yeah, it's been a long decade. Oh my god. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Take a look around. Oh, wrong word. Yeah, and I was pleasantly surprised, you know, getting back into this band. And, you know, and, and, and it makes you feel bad, too, because, like, 
like I said, Sum 41 is a band that like got me into like this kind of like pop pop uh, pop punk kind of music. I'm sure there were a lot of other bands that you've let go from 2002. Mm, yeah, Newfound Glory is another one. Yeah, and I just got you know reintroducing them. Yes, maybe. Kind of. I can't maybe, maybe the timeline. We'll do that. Fucking timeline's <laughs> messing with my head. But uh, yeah, but it, it, and it makes you feel bad too because you realize that this band has been evolving all this whole time. Mm-hmm. And hey, radio surgery. I hear that's coming out soon. It's going to be a great album. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, newfound glory references, everybody. Anyway. Oh uh, yeah, man. So um, yeah, this this band is a completely different band than the way they were, you know, two thousand one when they hit the scene. It makes me nervous for what will become of them when their next album comes out because mm-hmm. this was so epic and so my my heights are set high. Oh no, there's a hopes rip. are set high. <laughs> Adam, there's a rip in the space time right in front of me. Oh, I need to, I need to go to 2016 and ask you a question. What did you think of the single at, for um, the first single that came out for 13 Voices? Have you heard that one yet? Yes, I was not that impressed. Oh, okay, but you rarely are when it comes to are. Uh, and then singles yes so back to 2011 (laughs) all right so i hope derek lives i hope (laughs) 2013 is an even bigger year for them yeah Um, because their album's on track to be released in 2013 we should probably get this podcasting thing maybe maybe i like about doing it yeah this is a good idea are we going to any shows this year 2011 no we don't go to any shows for another year (laughs) yeah i got my thrice farewell tour ticket oh wait they haven't broken up yet (laughs) I'm excited for the new uh, Bullet for My Valentine, whenever that comes out. Oh, yeah. The new Thursday is coming out this year as well. That's right. My favorite band. Yes. And the new Thrice is coming out as well. My other favorite yeah, band. Yeah, Major going to come yeah. out. Yeah. And, man, 2011 is a good year for music. I can't wait Maybe. for the new Under Oath. They're still around. It sucks that they got rid of... It sucks that Aaron Gillespie left, but I'm well, sure the... Disambiguation se- came out last year. What yeah, but I'm that? sure the sequel to Disambiguation would be great. Yeah. There's no need for side projects. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, Screaming Bloody Murder. Great record if you guys haven't checked it out. And I know, you know, the, 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 band, uh, the, the band on the title of that album, Sum 41, might be jarring because we've all heard In Too Deep 10 years ago. <laughs> but, like, seriously, give this band a, a chance. They're a band that honestly evolves, and it's a natural evolution, too. Yes. I mean, they take kind of a weird turn with Underclass Hero. Because they are just trying to be Green Day in that one, kind of. But like, whatever. Some it's, there's some good songs on there still. So should we fast forward back to the future to do our sound off? What? Wait, what's the sound off? Uh, we'll find <laughs> out. Oh god, Mike's divorced now. Oh my god, broken up with his girlfriend. Oh my god, my wife is pregnant and has a baby. I can't sleep. There's so many. You don't watch The Flash, but, like, there's a time when The Flash went through, like, this vortex of time, and he saw all these things from the past, present, and future all blended together. Ooh. It was amazing. Like somebody becoming president, who probably shouldn't be president. <laughs> who is completely not qualified to be president, no matter what other people say on our podcast network. We, do we have a podcast network still? We're in 2016 now. No, I know, but, like, there's oh. no other podcast no. being done since... No, really. I guess the Dead Bedouins had one in late August. Yeah. That was over a month ago. They'll do an episode whenever they feel like doing an episode. Remember when we first started the podcast network? You know, that was two years ago. Oh. That's a long time ago. Oh, yeah. The Melting Pot was two years ago. Yeah. I don't know why I realized that not that long ago, but it was 2040. Oh, I was listening to 
our best albums of 2014, our best songs of 2014. Did we just and it was it? right when oh, cool. Melting Pod started. So did we st- were, we, were we still repping the Podbender before then? Mm, you were okay <laughs> nobody else was okay neither was podbender <laughs> nobody on podbender was around yes but like we started melting pod somewhere around there i don't know the exact date mm-hmm. um but yeah it was this is the two-year anniversary coming up oh cool well the meltingpod.net is still around everybody the website's there and you can go back and if you go to all of the show pages there you can still backlog everybody's uh shows so go check that out we've been eight months without generation Oddcast. eight months sober Ten months without your uncensored reality. Thank God, <laughs> we've been how many months we without dropped the show? Well, Rick lasted one in July. Yeah, but Rick is doing a vacation thing that like he's doing without his phone. Still, sure, and he <laughs> podcasts on his phone too. Interesting. Well, maybe yeah. Cody isn't there. So yeah, I haven't seen any posts from Rick in a while. I think yeah, because he doesn't have his phone. Well, and usually his posts have nothing to do with. I don't know. I can't. And he talks in the first person in his post, in, <laughs> right. in his post. Rick Wilbanks doesn't like that people with rollerblades keep on going past him on <laughs> he these won't Toronto let streets. That go. <laughs> Rollerblading is a perfectly fine outdoor activity. Wasn't it great that the '90s finally made it to Canada? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for them to see Batman forever. <laughs> I can't wait to see how Val Kumer does taking the place of Michael Keaton as Nicole, Batman. Nicole Kidman's so hot. Nicole Kidman, Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> He's got. Spunk. Nowhere but up to go from here. <laughs> so we're back in 2016. We yeah. have a podcast network. Uh, we're going to go see Thrice next week. We're going to go see Thrice this Thursday. It'd be awesome. We're going to see Amity Affliction. We're going to keep on watching baseball. Next week, we're going to be reviewing the new DGD. Dance Gavin Dances. Seventh Mother. full-length album. Yes. Mother. Mothership. Mothership. Hmm. That'll be fine. That also comes out this Friday, but we got to press copy for you guys so I've we'll be reviewing it, it thrice oh. so far oh uh, I'm, I'm liking it oh okay i'm digging how, how many listens are you in also thrice okay it's, how are you feeling it's okay aren't you glad that will swan is finally back being will swan oh yes and not playing guitar <laughs> for other projects where he doesn't sound like will swan anymore yeah where he can actually give his give his good guitar work to this one yes <laughs> <laughs> but we'll do a full track by track review of Mothership, another high, one of the last highly anticipated albums of this year. I mean, we're probably going to do Green Day, maybe. Well, what about Metallica? November. Also Metallica. Also <laughs> Sum Forty One. Sum Forty One. Also, The Devil Wears Prada. Wait, do you have a new on. album? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. I've Transit win. Blues. It's like in, in a week. In October. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Okay. I have forgotten about that. Where's them? my phone? I can probably. Look up all the other they things. They need so to we- redeem themselves for 818. Yes. Your worst album of 2014. 13. 13. It wasn't the worst. But you did not like it at all. Anonymous by Stray From The Path. Was oh, the worst God. album of 2013. Retrospective. <laughs> so while I'm looking up album review, album release dates. Woven War? Yeah, oh yeah. That's in November. We got a lot still to come. Let me expand this stupid thing. Mike okay, is looking so, at his completely legitimate website that tells him when albums are being released. Yes. Yes. Legitimate. Don't look into that. So uh, this Friday, we've got Sum 41 with 13 Voices, The Devil Wears Prada with Transit Blues, Whoa. Dance Gavin Dance with Mothership, 
Daeshell with Nexus. <laughs> That'll be a listen. Fun. It might. It might be. They're they're from right down the street here in Marietta. That they are. That's right. Yeah, Marietta's finest. What else have we got? Green Day with Revolution Radio. Oh yes. Uh, next week we have Trophy Eyes, Chemical Miracle. That's the name of the album, Chemical That's, Miracle. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, okay. I'm going to be checking out the Connor Oberst solo album mm. called. Remunations or whatever it's called. Renaissance. Renaissance. Week after, on the twenty first, if you guys are interested, you can check out the new Corn album, (laughs) "The Serenity of Suffering." He looks so terrible. He's got this crazy (laughs) long hair, but he has like very little hair on the top of his head. (laughs) He's (laughs) sixty. Uh, also on the 21st is Woven War with their second album, Honor Jeez, is Dead. October is a crazy month. And the week after, on the 28th, Friday before Halloween, we get we get treated with Memphis May Fire. Oh, God. We this light to I hold. Did we you hear that single? I forgot. I'm sorry. Oh, God, dude. It's to. so... The music thing uh, was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, Should it's, I wait to hear the album before I see the video? No, see the video first. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll watch it after the show. Okay, good. Because <laughs> it's Maddie Mullins at the end of a really long dining table screaming at dark Maddie Mullins. <laughs> like like in, evil Maddie <laughs> Mullins. Is he in blackface? <laughs> no. But he's in like, I think he's like in porcelain face. Like his oh, face is cracking because oh, he's so evil. I want to see it. <laughs> it's so good. Turn it on now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So November... We've got Attila with Chaos. <laughs> no. No? Never again? Never again with Attila. <laughs> did you find, Did you ever listen to uh, uh, an no, apology song? public apology. Yeah, no. it's basically, the, guy, the <laughs> intro of the song is like, hey guys, I just need to apologize from the bottom of my heart. I need to apologize that you're all a bunch of bitches. Oh, I oh, didn't see that coming. He told us, man. Man. I totally Nielsen's was rolling in his grave. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> that totally was not... Publicity stunt. <laughs> On the November 11th, we got You Blew It with Abintrot. <laughs> there, we finally got the release date. And the week after is is finally the long-anticipated sequel to whatever whatever the last Metallica album was with Death Magnetic. Hardwired to self-destruct. Okay. Oh, God. That's, that's so many that's albums it. between now and the middle of November. So the last, Holy I think, shit. I think it's fair to say that the last album we'll listen to for this year is Metallica's, which okay. is a goddamn shame. There's nothing else after that yet. <laughs> um, I guess. I mean, this band's we pretty popular. Well, this week this band's pretty popular, but I don't listen to them. The, the Weekend. Oh no! Uh, they that's have their new rapper. album called Star. Oh, that's the rapper. I think so. Oh, okay. It's a new everything. album is Starboy. Starboy. Cool. And I think that's it. As far okay. as like major stuff goes, so then when finally <laughs> by the end of November, we can start to compile our lists. <laughs> I'm actually going to start uh, going back, uh, re-listening to everything this month. Yeah, it's October now, so okay. I got to start re-listening to everything this month. Man, you know what we should probably never do is make more than one best of list per year. That would be silly, Adam. <laughs> Why would you do such a thing? I cannot believe that I was able to do that. I made three best ofs this year, and I still haven't made my 2016 list. That's going to be well, four I mean, you, total for well, the I mean, you've, Well, all you really got to do is just compile your... I mean, you probably have been doing that as, you, as you've as you been going, and mm-hmm. then you sort them by your score. But I still had to go back and listen to them and judge them all. Re-listen to them. Re-listen to yeah. them. That was a lot to do. I'm glad that we had Doc Brown help us with that. Yeah, that was nice of him. Back in time. <laughs> 
So that's Dope. a lot of albums. That was like 10 more albums at least, oh, right? I know, yeah. Whew. But we don't need okay. to on the plate all of them. Not on the plate, but we do have to listen to them. True. Because what kind of podcasters would we be if mm-hmm. we didn't listen to all of those albums for you, America? You blew it. <laughs> Abentrot. <laughs> <laughs> you hate them so much. Yet you can't even remember anything about them. <laughs> no, that's, that's the point. They're so bland and boring. <laughs> and forgetful. And forgettable. Oh, God. So pointless. So um, have you reviewed anything else besides well, really, checking out Sum 41? The, the main one for this week, because next week I'm going to have three 2016 albums Fun. to review. But um, yeah, Trophy Eyes. Trophy Eyes. Men That's cool. We're going to go on. see them uh, at the Thrice... No, at the They're Amity Affliction show. Amity Affliction, yes. Yeah, Mend and Move On. What a pretty awesome album. This is a pretty cool band, man. This I like the concept of this whole thing. I mean, the whole album is... Less than a half an hour, yeah. but it kind of just feels like it's one long song with yeah. like dips and dives and, cha- and chord uh, key changes and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but very hooky, very hooky, and it's all straight, you know, uh, unclean vocals. I don't yeah. Think there's there's a few clean vocals in there. From the singles that I've heard on the Trophy Eyes new, new album, they actually uh, – Varied it up now. Now, now the mm. front man is doing clean and unclean vocals. Okay. Cause so they're changing it up a bit. Choke? Yes. Which is about a minute and five seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a really good song. Yeah. For a minute and five seconds. It's like, okay, if you're going to do a minute long song, at least fucking make it good. Yeah. And not just... Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. So would you call this like a little bit easy core? I, I put it much more in the like hundredth... Slash, I mean, it's it's got a cruel hand written all over it, but much better cruel hand. Don't you think? Don't compare them to cruel hand. That's not fair. <laughs> Just for the fact that all the songs are pretty short. Yeah. And they're all hardcore punk. I'd much rather unintentionally see Trophy Eyes than Cruel Hand. Yes. Or Hundredth. Or Hundredth. Hundredth has got some good stuff. Yeah. But this feels They've much more better. Hundredth-y, but, but I, I, I think I like them a little bit better than Hundredth. Yeah. At least... Because they're they're giving it a chance, um, so we'll see what happens with the new album in October. Cool, in a few yeah. weeks here. So, it's, but it's going to be a completely eight different... out of eleven, by the way. Oh, nice, pretty high up there. I think it's now my number seventeen album of twenty fourteen. Good for you guys, twenty eight trophy guys. Good for y'all. And then you know, I listened to the ten year anniversary thing that was ah, yes, the Black Parade, living with ghosts, living with ghosts. So you know, <laughs> I always forget why I don't. Why I don't listen to albums like this. And it's like, hey, here's all our crappy B-sides. <laughs> and, and This un- is Warner Brothers trying to make a quick buck. Yeah. And just like, you know, I, I like the songs for what they are. Seven of the 11 tracks I had never heard before. Okay. Five of those seven I liked. Okay. I think that's the way I broke it down. I, I, yeah, I think the most... Because I've heard Kill All Your Friends before. I don't know how I heard I that. I hadn't heard that one, and it's not one of my favorites. Yeah. But Par- the party song at the end of the world. That, party at the end of the world? Yeah. Do you think that one became How I Disappear? I the, think so. The chorus is the same. Yeah. Like, not, not melody-wise, but, but guitar riff-wise. Yeah. it's A lot of these have scraps of what eventually became of the Black Parade. Yeah. That's the same thing that happened with conventional weapons. A lot of those stuff, <laughs> the chorus, the, a lot of those bridges... No, a lot of those choruses turned into bridges on mm. um, Danger Days. Okay. So they they like to kind of mix and match their stuff. So that was cool. And the the last few tracks, like Emily and By f- Angels first to last. in the Air All waves. the Angels. All the Angels <laughs> angels in the 
outfield. Oh man, um, what a rough version of Disenchanted. One of my yeah. favorite songs of all time. I started just skipping over the ones that I knew and man, it's tough to listen to the the five of us are dead. Because oh, like, yeah. that became Welcome to the Black Parade, mm-hmm. which was so good. And this is just like that weird, <laughs> like we just put this song together. And this is like the garage band version of it. And the the line on the second verse, I met a guy in Cleveland who said it's not that bad. And then sometimes <laughs> you wish you wake up dead. <laughs> it's like, oh God, they definitely put a lot of effort into the final version of yep. that song. It's like, oh, so Gerard Way can write a bad song. <laughs> <laughs> it just hurts you to hear those <laughs> lyrics. But anyway. So not not the best way to relive the 10-year anniversary of the Black Parade, one of the best album, best rock albums ever made. Yeah. I, I, I know Mama has different lyrics. Yeah. And it, it's I, I skip over it because I'd rather hear the original. Now with 100% less Liza Minnelli. That's true. Um, so that was it for now. And next cool. week I got Revolution Radio. By Green I got Day. Vanna. The All Hell. All Hell. Came out in like July, I believe. Or I think it's 30 minutes, 35 minutes. Very short. July, yes. And Green Day, them, and... uh, We'll be doing a track-by-track review of Dance, (sighs) Gavin Dance, probably with better um, album art this time. (laughs) Can you send me the real album art? Yes, sir. it becomes available? (laughs) Actually, you can just do this. Click, right-click that thing, get album art. Ta-da! Give me the real album. Yeah, I should look it up in the iTunes store and this actually show it up because Mothership is there. Wait, didn't work. To delete this current album art? Nah. Okay, well I'll I'll do I'll do it for you when (laughs) when we're done with the show. Speaking of done with the show, do you have any sound offs? No. Um. Hmm. I started journaling. Ooh. At 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 the request or at the suggestion of my therapist. Mm. That's what we do: is tell people to journal. Oh. Cool. Is so that like your way of like... 75% of the people that come in now say, I don't journal. Don't ask me to do it. <laughs> oh. Well, I've been taking all of my LED I think it's my... a great thing to do. Oh, okay. Thank but you. A lot of people are a-holes and, <laughs> and don't think it's a good thing. It's like, huh, you don't know what's best for me, mm-hmm. therapist. Right. <laughs> so. No, so I've, I've, been, I've been doing that and it's been helping with like, especially when I reread it and uh, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll just journal just to be like, okay, I, I'm bored. I want to you know, put my feelings on, on paper. Yay. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm having kind of a, a moment. I need to put this on paper. And then that, and then I read, and then I reread it again. I'm like, oh, that puts things in perspective. Do you write down like, I am having a moment right now? Well, kind of, I kind of, I kind of write it as if I'm telling it to somebody. Oh, okay. As if I'm talking to somebody, as if I'm talking to the journal, a note to my future self. Yeah. We wrote a song like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, so that's been going fine. I write a lot. Like when I when I start writing, I don't stop. Good. That's the way it should be. Yeah, I, I do like three pages for per entry. It's a lot. As long as you go back and try to change the negative thoughts that you are writing down, and that's the goal. That is and the that's, goal. That is the goal. I try to I I try to do that, and I and every other day or so, I'll, I mean, I I only have a few entries so far where I can just kind of just read the whole thing, and uh and uh, just. And, and look back at it. So it, it's it's been helping, and I, I think therapy has been helpful. I'm really gonna. I'm really disappointed that like I only have one more session with my therapist because my insurance sucks. And they said, "So think you should just pay him outright." Oh, I don't have three thousand dollars. Well, no, pay him per session. Oh, once a month. Sure. You know, okay, I'll look into that. 
do we'll collect cans for you. Oh, good. That's nice. <laughs> do a GoFundMe, my yeah. therapy account. I'll sell my journal entries. Anybody want to <laughs> buy my journal entries and make fun of me later? Oh, that'd be fine. <laughs> Fifty cents per page. There we go. <laughs> GoFundMe, Mike's therapy. That works. So yeah, th- so uh, that was our episode for this week. Once again, go check out uh, Screaming Bloody Murder, and then consider go checking out Thirteen Voices by some 41 next week this friday this friday yes. yeah sorry i'm really excited about that and uh, we'll do not that not, not not next week because we got dance game and dance for next week's episode but yes. the week after we'll definitely do a, a track by track review for, for that album we'll have to by that time it'll it'll, it'll it'll have sat with us for two weeks and not five years we need to plan <laughs> out the rest of our year it's yeah it'll be tough oh yeah we definitely <laughs> gotta do that because now our end of the year is coming up in just a few short weeks and we're gonna have Two to more months. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna have to plan out the rest of our episode. We we, we, we might do a 2016 retrospective, and we'll, we'll do like, hey, we'll do a whole segment based on how much sex Mike's had this year. <laughs> oh, the segment's over. <laughs> the answer, of course, is none. The answer is, is zero. I have had none of the sex. <laughs> oh my god! I think this is the first time since becoming Calendar an adult. You. Well, you're you, you're you're talking to some girls and you know things could happen in the coming months but i'm just saying this is the first time since becoming an adult where i've had this long of a dry spell oh this long yeah i thought you were gonna say it's a, a only full calendar year <laughs> who knows it could be a full calendar year hmm. we don't know that not since 2001 mike <laughs> i was a teenager <laughs> oh yeah man so uh please comment below if you're on facebook or anywhere really if you're on reddit i'll put this on reddit has anybody been commenting at all? Not lately? this past week, no. And no reviews either of Come On Guys. Go check out Come On Guys by uh, Drive By Curious at D-R-I-V-E-B-Y-Curious.bandcamp.com and let us know what you thought of some great comedy rap. Probably the best comedy rap. There is a song in there that actually confirms it is the best comedy rap of <laughs> number, all time. Number one album of the year. Mm, so far. So far. 11 out of 11, man. <laughs> it's the perfect album. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll we'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next week.